welcome to the Golden Rock Podcast, bringing you some of the latest and greatest Pokemon news and a few laughs along the way. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by fellow Pokemon enthusiast, Connor. Before we begin, you can jump around the podcast by using the timestamp in the description below. Connor, are you well? Mostly. As as well as I ever am. What about yourself? Right? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I was... Yeah, I've been a little bit ill. I'm all the better for hearing your voice and being able to jump on my computer. I am, I am alive. It's, it's a Christmas miracle, is what it is. Oh. <laughs> As the and other angelic descend. things. <laughs> yes, yes. There's suddenly light in the bedroom, flowing down. Oh no, that's just. That's just my bedroom lights. I thought it was angels descending from up on a high. Guys, he's clearly got a fever. He's clearly not well. He's seeing <laughs> hallucinating. things. Maybe you're not real. Maybe you're an hallucination. Don't. I thought that the other day, but yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh, no, I do need to I do need to tell you this, actually. Oh, I completely forgot about it. Um, so on um on Sunday night, I had the worst migraine ever. And me, when I'm ill, I try to play video games because takes my mind off it i don't want to just sit there in agony pain suffering whatever it might be i want to try and take my mind off it so i was playing scarlet and violet and on my own uh profile so not the challenge not the cage like just just exploring enjoying the game and i don't know why but in my head all i could think was this is a really good game. This is an amazing game. And I don't and I don't know. Like, literally to the point where I think I was slightly hallucinating because I was like, wow, look at look how big that Gyarados is. Look how much of the screen it takes up. Look at my poke on it. And like it got to the point where I just had to put it down and go, what is happening? Like it, it I was in this like surreal state playing this game. And I convinced myself that everyone else was wrong about this game and including it was perfection, yourself including myself and this game was peak perfection and it's only now that I've been able to to <laughs> to realize how good this game was so yeah that was an interesting Sunday evening <laughs> see whereas on the complete opposite end of the spectrum I went back to go record some stuff for an upcoming video and I jumped into I saw Scarlet your tweets and, yeah I jumped into Scarlet and Violet and was like oh this game just makes me angry <laughs> Oh, that's not it. Just, oh. It just upsets me playing yes. it. Oh, uh, I th- and then I jumped God, onto God. Legends Arceus that's it, and that's immediately it. was filled with so much joy. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is what playing a Pokemon game should feel like. I forgot. Yeah. I I cannot wait to go back to Legends Arceus. I I cannot wait to to play that game again. And I did play it to death because I really enjoyed it. It had it had such a good gameplay loop. I have mm. not played a a game, let alone a Pokemon game, in so long that has had just that loop of okay, right. So I need to go and get items to craft Pokeballs to catch Pokemon. I'm running out of Pokeballs, so now I need to get more items to craft Pokemon. And that just constantly repeating over and over and over again in the post game where you can go out and you can catch shinies and the hordes and and oh that, that game is just so so good I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed going back to that game well we're gonna have to play it either over the christmas or the new years because yes we intend to do a year on review of it don't we we do actually that's a really good point um yeah actually i should probably start playing it a, 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 again um because i 
it's weird because when that game came out, we weren't doing the podcast. So I had my thoughts, I had my opinions on it, but I didn't really have anyone to talk to it about outside of just, you know, a couple of people on the live streams when I was streaming it and talking to them and um, a couple of other collab partners that I work with and having those conversations. But I am very much looking forward to to reviewing it and having a discussion with you because we haven't really had an in-depth conversation about Legends Arceus. No, um, I think we both agree that we like it, but yes, we've gone no I, further than that. No, so it would be really good to break down what what we really liked about that game. So we should probably mark a date in the calendar for that, actually. Like one year on, it'd be quite easy. It'd be February sometime, wouldn't it? Uh, I cannot I remember think. the release date. I think I think he, I, it's, he attempts like the, to double check twenty eighth of January. Oh, I was going to say twenty second, so I'm quite close there. So yeah, yeah, twenty eighth of January, which, which is which is the last last Saturday of the month. So we can do the last Friday of the month can be our special episode on it. Okay, right. Looking forward to that. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But you probably aren't here to hear about Legends Arceus. You're probably here to find out what we're going to talk about today. So. Kicking off, a uh, little bit of news about some more terror raids announced. I don't, I don't think we're going to do this all the time because this feels like it's going to be a reoccurring. I don't thing. think the highlights are that important, but I think it's important no. for us at least to know all the new Pokemon that are coming into yes. the game via these terror okay. raids. I like that idea. So we've got new five star Delibird raids and seven star Cinderace raids. Uh, Delibird will be up for grabs December the 23rd to the 25th. Who was playing that on Christmas Day? I do not know. And Cinderace for December the 30th until January the 1st. Um, no word on what you get from Cinderace, but Delibird will be carrying various terror shards. Cinderace so- will be a fighting type. Oh, he's joining the firefighting roster. He is. He is. I. I really do like. I like that. Like. I. I'm. I feel like Cinderace got a little bit done over. It. Sh- it should have been fire electric. Like fire it, electric. It, Where'd you get that from? Because it's like constantly energized. It's running around. It's mm. as it's as it's running around. It's building up fire. It's building up electric. I wanted to see a typing that we haven't seen before. That's fair. I. I. I, I I mean, I'm not going to lie. I looked at it and was like, well, that's a firefighting type. And it, I'm glad and it wasn't. I still, I'm kind of glad it wasn't. I think it could have suited it if it was, though. Yeah. Um, yeah I, you I know, going yeah. with the whole sports motif and stuff like that. Yes. The other sad part about this Cinderace is, oh, no, Protean got nerfed. I don't know if Libero got nerfed. Wait, what, what, what did he mean? He got, he got I've, I've heard this but i don't know in detail what what do you so, mean you got nerfed? as in you can only change your typing once oh i don't like that i don't like oh, that okay um, um but that's... i'm not sure if libero has been nerfed so it's gonna be interesting it is and the other big news that we had this week spoilers for the pokemon anime if you have somehow managed to avoid this like congratulations if you have because i got spoiled within I think an hour of the news dropping because it was everywhere. Um, oh, wait, go back. Oh, hang on. Yes, Protean and Libero have both been nerfed the same. They only changed once each time the Pokemon has entered into battle. So, big sad. But yes, you, you can go on with your spoilers now. I apologize. <laughs> Ash and Pikachu are leaving the anime after 25 years of adventures across multiple regions, battling and catching thousands of Pokemon. And fair play to the lad, all this before the age of 10. So, uh, yeah, it's been a long old year for him, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a year and a half. It's been 25 but, years honestly, for us, a year for him. 
Even though the years in the Pokemon universe don't make any sense because they definitely had that anime episode where he turned around to Pikachu and said, it's been a year since we met. By the way, I'm still 10 years old. Moving on. Yeah, (laughs) it's because uh, uh, I'm sure you've seen this theory that the entire Pokemon anime is just a fever dream of Ash in a coma. So it was, (laughs) do you know, that was actually almost an original ending. No, was it? Ish. Ish. So uh, the original writer for Pokemon, I've forgotten his name and I apologize. Um, came up with a bunch of endings for Pokemon. And let's understand that at this point in his life, he was on the drugs, the drink. He was not mentally well at all um, and decided he wanted to possibly finish the Pokemon franchise by Ash waking up in his bed. Uh, or sorry, he was going to grow old. Uh, Pikachu had died <laughs> and he was all alone. He reminisces on his uh, memories as a child going on his adventures and then wakes up in his bed as a child in a world where Pokemon don't even exist. (laughs) That is just... Okay, right. But, but, like, what we do know is that we have 11 special episodes coming that will start rolling out in Japan from 13th of January. Connor, that could be the ending. You could have spoiled for everyone here. Oh, did you? My bad. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if they were just the brave, the absolute bravery of a company to go? Yeah, let's let's do that. I don't think that's what we're getting though. Um, I mean, I think it's brave enough for them to put Ash to the side to begin with. It's a it. So, I do want to address this because for the longest time, I I've been adamant, and it's I know, never going to happen. It's it's not going to happen. And the, the the reason we were so adamant, like the reason I was so adamant is because why now? Like, why not after Jota? Why not after Hoenn? Like, the longer it went on, the less likely it was to happen. And I guess the reason, I, I guess the reason now is because from a character development and in and, and, and his arc, his arc's complete. Well, like, yeah, I, I mean, I, we keep talking about when we do our journeys reviews about the fact that he's kind of stepped more into the mentor role now. Mm-hmm. He's He is a champion. He has come a long way. And I guess it's it, <laughs> people will say, the writing was on the wall the whole time. Journeys, going back and looking at all the regions and all his old friends and bringing people back and closing off story loops. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, you could have seen it that way or it could have just been a new yeah. direction for the anime. We didn't yeah. know. We didn't it's 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 it was a it was a shock for me and i'm sure there are some people that have guessed it but the same people that guessed it were probably the same ones saying that eevee was gonna have an evolution for the last three or or have generations or have been guessing it since the sun and moon anime yeah or x and y like people have always said ash is gonna leave next season just because yeah. this time they were right. <laughs> does it, does, yes. Yes. It's like the, the one time they were right, it's like they're going to milk it. But when you look back on their post history or whatever, it's like, yeah, you kind of like you, if you throw, if you throw the dart at the, at the dartboard enough times, you're eventually going to get a bullseye. It doesn't mean all the other darts were good darts. You just got lucky. You hit the spot that one time. I don't know why I went to a dart. A no, dart it makes sense thing there, but yeah, because um, I'm not a dart player. Um, so yeah, so th- this was a shock, and this news. I don't know about you. I have seen it everywhere on new, like the Guardian web uh, uh, newspaper, their website. Who have never covered Pokemon in I can't like. It seems that everyone and their dog has been reporting on the fact that Ash and Pikachu are ending their journey. 
but no huge announcements on terms of what comes next other than it looks like we're following I believe I've got Liko and Roy here in the Japanese uh, version. Liko or Rico. It's it's a difficult one because it's a Japanese name. Ah, and okay. In Japan, L and R are the same. Okay, right. So could be either. Um they'll be joined by obviously the, the Generation 9 starters. Um and that's all we know. Yes. At, at this point, we we've we've had the we've had an image released, haven't we? With the two we, protagonists. We've had, we've had an image with uh, sorry, dying slightly. We've had an image with the two protagonists, and we've also seen one clip of Rico, Liko, I'm going to call her Rico, um, okay. picking out her Sprigatito, where she appears to be in some kind of school uniform, but not the school uniform of the Academy. Mm, strange. So um, interesting. What do, you, what do what? you think about the character designs? I quite... I... <laughs> I haven't got them in front of me now. Uh, I, you know what? I need. I do need. I need to get them up so I can have a proper, proper look. From what I remember, though, I quite like them. Um, they. Here we go. Where? Where is it? Images. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. Um. Yes. No. I. I actually like them. Um. <laughs> I actually really do like them. I, I. I will admit. I think the colors are a little too close to the starters. I don't like when they do that, but I do like the character designs. I like that they've gone for children again because this is ultimately a, a children's cartoon. And what I wouldn't want to see is probably an older antagonist, an older protagonist who um, has been there, done that. These feel just from looking at them and their designs. They're trying to show that these are very fresh, very raw people who will go through a lot of the development that. Ash probably had in terms of learning, development, growing. I am a little bit unsure why they're not in the school uniforms because this is a Paldean anime, right? Like, uh, question. I, well, they've got the Paldean starters, and like there is there is so much they could do on the on on the island of Paldea. Like part of our you know gripes with the game is that. The history isn't really there. Well, it, uh, let, let, me, let me read it for you, because I've got okay. the Pokemon News website up. Big changes are coming to the Pokemon... Uh, blah, let's try that one again. Big changes are coming to the world of Pokemon. Get ready for the premiere of the brand new animated series featuring an original story and characters, including a girl and a boy, as they set off on an action-packed adventure across the Pokemon world. The new series will highlight oh. popular Pokemon like First Partner, Sprigatito, Fuecoco, and Quaxley from the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet video games. Fans can look forward to these characters' incredible journeys as they unravel the mysteries of the Pokemon world, experiencing everything from exciting trainer battles to fun Pokemon encounters. That's it. Pokemon that's, that's all we world. Know. Like to, to you, does that mean like? Journeys? I don't know. They do that a lot, though, don't they? <sighs> yeah. I I just don't see because <clears throat> because with with journeys, it felt like the reason they got to go and explore different areas of the world wasn't because, oh, this is like the swan song for Ash. We want to let him explore. For me, it was a case of, okay, how are we going to stretch the Galar region for three years worth of anime? So rather than have to stretch that out and the writing suffer because of it, let's just let's just fill in the gaps and let him do different adventures and everything else that maybe doesn't impact on the Galar story. So maybe that is what we're going to do with 
these characters. Maybe it is going to be something similar where they do explore different parts of the world, but also explore Paldea. But to be honest with you, I, I want the anime to do what the game failed to do and delve into all the different cities and all the cultures. Mm-hmm. And like, for example, the olive roll thing that we had in the, I can't remember the, the city where Katie, the bug gym leader is like, Give us an episode on on that, and you know the history of it, and what it means to the to the to the um to the people of the town. The, and stuff yeah, like that. yeah. No, I agree. I and that's one of the things I will say about Journeys. As much as I loved it, and I'm continuing to love it as I keep watching it, Galar suffers agreed. by just not yes. being explored enough. Yeah, agreed. So uh, and- I think I think there's a give and take on it where I would love to see a Paldean adventure. Mm-hmm. But I think it's hard for them to go backwards now from what they've given us. Agreed. I I, th- I think there's a I think there's a balancing act for them to do that. I don't think they did in Journeys correctly. Like you're absolutely right. Some of the Galar stuff absolutely suffered because it was very rushed um, and the legwork wasn't there. Um, I would have like, and the annoying thing was. There was space for more episodes for Galar because there were so many episodes where we just reviewed them. We're like, nah, that was a nah episode. It was a filler episode. Why didn't we have more of Galar? We get to see... I mean, we've seen Bay three times. Well, twice now. Twice. Uh, um, twice, and we will see her a third see time. Her a third time. Supposedly. I mean, but if we don't, hardly... I'm going to be really disappointed. Yeah, I, I will as well. Um, and yet we haven't seen a lot of the other Galar gym leaders that in in towns other than just passing through unfortunately um so I, I do hope they've learned their lessons from it and with the new series we will get to see more of paldea um why there's a question i've got here though why is that this is this is gonna knock me there's two trainers, right? But three starter Pokemon. How is that being sold? How is that working? <laughs> like that just I can't I can't deal my brain can't deal with that. Like where's the trainer that's wearing green that gets like it's just weird, do you not think? Well, I th- I think what's even weirder is the one wearing blue gets the green Pokemon. Yeah, like, like and here's why? here's the other thing I have as well, right? So if this is okay. our new protagonist, at least the way this picture is set up, and I think everybody has assumed this that Rico is the new p- protagonist. Because the forefront right yeah. yeah now the argument i had as to why go would never take over from ash was because his partner pokemon was cinderace yes it, it would be really weird for cinderace to be the partner pokemon of a protagonist yes i i get yeah it's a is a one and done series that works because yeah. they're based in that generation that region but you're absolutely right could you imagine okay we need to introduce the three new starters but you've still got a a legacy starter from the previous generation hanging around. It yeah. kind of takes away from the new starters. Yeah. So my question is, is Sprigatito going to be Rico's partner Pokemon? If so, is she going to last the, outlast this series? Or is this where mm. we're at now, where every new generation, we just get a new protagonist and we're going to keep swapping and changing. And if that's the case, how long are people going to stay invested? Yes, I think it's a strange one because I think that the great thing with Ash and his team is that whenever he starts a new region, he he just starts again. He starts with his Pikachu and, okay, 
I'm going to just start with this one Pokemon and power through, which is similar to what they could potentially do moving forward is every new generation has an anime with new protagonists and they are one, one and done via season three seasons, whatever it is, as long as they are within that region. But the benefit of Ash was that Pikachu is that well known that you don't, it will always overshine any other Pokemon that comes in. But it's a start. It, it, it's not so much. Yes, it's a gen gen one starter. But it's Pikachu's always been more it than was, that. It's the it wasn't a gen one starter well, when no, the anime no, you're came right, out. You're right. It became no, you're a right. starter because of the anime, not yes. the other way around. But I guess my point there is that Pikachu is more than a. It's it's the mascot of the company, which yes, is why they absolutely. could get away with it. Um, but moving forward, you are absolutely right that what is going to happen with these trainers? Because if these are the two. That then, what they're going to do? Just dump off their starter Pokemon, and they're going to write them out, which is doable. But like, it's just very—I don't know—it doesn't sit right with me. Trainers going through this adventure with these Pokemon, building the bonds, and then at the very end, it's like, right, see you later, on to a new region, forgetting about you, because it's like it's like toy, you know, Toy Story, where where Andy drops Woody. It's like I don't want to play with you anymore. It's just kind of like that. Where suddenly these trainers are every generation, every series, just, okay, I want the brand new shiny Pokemon. The whole thing about Pokemon is you're supposed to be building these bonds with these monsters. Um, But you're absolutely right, to go back to your original point, that if we're just cycling in new trainers each generation, like... What's the over? What's the overarching goal of this series? Is it just going on forever with no major story threads across the entire series but at the same time ash has never done that with his series like the over well other than the what the one overarching thread is that he wants to be the very best the pokemon he has are different each season the the bad guys so team flare or whoever it might be they're just one season done and done the over the only things that are consistent are ash's goal pikachu and, and team, team rocket, rocket? Which raises another question. Assumedly, that, we'll be leaving as well. You'd think so, right? Their whole... I mean, so I'm okay with that, though, because I think Team Rocket, while I've enjoyed them in this series... I've enjoyed it, them more because they've taken more of a backseat role. Yes. Like, but there is... And we'll come on to this later on in, in one of our reviews. There are episodes where they just do not need to be in, mm. and this show suffers because of it. And personally... I would like them to see. Uh, I would like to see them bring in some anti- antagonists that are more threatening. Agreed. Because the the, the team Paldea Rocket needs some. Um. Well, yeah, actually, you've got a point there. Because who are they going to bring? Because Team Star aren't villains. They're, they're not, not. going to be hunting people down. No, exactly. So, are we just going to stick with Team Rocket? But like, what? Like what it just seems weird to me that you'd throw out Ash and Pikachu but keep Team Rocket. Yeah, Team Rocket I, only work in their modern state because of their relationship with Ash. Like every exactly. time that boy goes and does a, a league championship, they're there supporting him. Oh, they are. They are, yes. Like they yes. they despite how they act, they do respect and like him a lot. And I don't think yeah. they would just be like, "Oh, well, let's go follow this new kid around." It didn't eh. I just don't see that that working. I mean, for me personally, I, w- I would just love them to go, okay, clean slate, and outside of it being 
Pokemon. That's it. It's a fresh start. New protagonist, new antagonist, new Pokemon, a new new region to explore, new history, um, and and maybe move away from you know champion and badge format. Let let's see. Let's see some different different stories. Let's see something around the Titans and Team Star, maybe, and exploring the region and you know completing a Pokedex. Um, because Paldea isn't just about the League formats. Like you beat the Elite Four, and that's not the end of the game. There is other things to do. I would much rather what I what I I think want from this that we didn't really get from Journeys is I want that through line of it's not just the last three or four episodes where suddenly the world's in danger and we're trying to save the Mm. world and let's put all the clues together. Like, I want that threaded throughout. I want it so that for every three episodes you watch, there's probably one that's that's story-driven, one that's fill it, and then one that's a fun little adventure romp or something like that. And you've got these character arcs spread throughout the entire series that we didn't really get in Journeys. Unfortunately, yeah, um, no, agreed. I, 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 it, it really did. I was so like in Journey. I, I go back to the um, Zassian and Zamazenta when they're fighting Eternatus, and there was parts that were handled better in the anime. But the overall feeling, I preferred the game, but mainly because it, the the clues were more spread out rather than just being packed in at the very end and i get that the you know the the audience for this show are probably younger and they they can't maybe hold the attention without the reminders at the start of the episode of do you remember this like hint hint nudge nudge like you've got to remember this that happened several weeks ago because it's going to be here now so maybe they 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 know their audience and think actually you know what we just kind of need to pile them into the last couple of episodes it's almost a mini movie um it's going to it's just I just feel like I'm on board with this. I really am. And if they're going to throw at Ash and Pikachu, give us something that that you couldn't just go, well, if Ash and Pikachu are in this, nothing would change. Like, give us something new. Give us something exciting. Don't, don't just give these two protagonists the same story that Ash had. I want something different and new and exciting. Yeah. So... What do you think they're doing with Ash? So, <sighs> is he done? Is he still out there in the world? Is he retiring? Okay. I... Is he older? Is he a father? Ooh, okay, yeah, right. You got to address take, it. Take, <laughs> take us away. Take us away. Yeah, you, you've okay. So, yes, they have to address this. They can't just Ash goes and you never see him again. But at the same time. I don't think they can have Ash be a major character in the series because then it overshadows the new people. No, but I, I think... But I, so, so, did you ever used to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! back in the day? I, I did, but only part and a couple okay. of seasons in. So, it's not all that important. Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. main protagonist, Yugi Moto, wins all of the championships, comes to the end, saves the world, story over, says goodbye to the Pharaoh and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Comes around to the next season, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. New protagonist, new storyline, moved on in time quite a bit. There was a bit of a time skip. And there's a, there's a moment at the very start of the anime where there's like a passing of the mantle. It's, yes. It's, yes. You know, you don't, you don't see Yugi's face. We know it's him. 
but he like picks Jaden up off the floor. He's like, oh, and have this card added to your deck. Okay, run along now, boy. You're you're mm-hmm. you're the hero now. And that's kind of what I feel like we need is yes. some kind of acknowledgement from the previous protagonist we've been seeing for 25 years to go. Mm-hmm. It's your turn now. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. It needs to be there needs to be something there. The, the, and that's not that is typically what's done in anime. It was done in Avatar. It's been it's been done in loads of stuff. It's almost a it's almost an acknowledgement from the writers to the to the watchers, the viewers, that it's okay. You're in safe hands. We're not going to butcher this. This is this is an acknowledgement that we we know what came before. And we're not going to forget that when we're writing what is to come after. It's a difficult balancing act, though, because the problem with Ash is because he's so well-known and so well-loved that I kind of feel like he will be a one-and-done, that kind of, okay, this is the passing of the torch, done and dusted, because what, like, my 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 headcanon is always, I'd love to see in a future series, like, you know, the heroes are, are, are done, they're dusted, and then all of a sudden out of the shadows emerges a trainer and, you know, turns his cap around. It's like, oh my God, it's Ash. But the mm-hmm. problem is that, that, that unfortunately always takes away from the hero's journey of the new characters. So I don't think we, I don't think we can get that, unfortunately, because otherwise it just takes away from the new characters and the journeys they've they've gone through. I think it will just be almost a one and done. Either it's either in episode one or maybe the first few episodes where you know one of the characters down on the lock or something, and Ash is like, "Oh, I used to be like you. You know, get up. This is the advice I give you. Run along. You got this." And then it wouldn't surprise me if we don't hear from him again outside of maybe an odd movie appearance where. You know, to get bums in seats. Oh, look who's back! It's Ash. Yeah, because they're doing a lot of alternate universe stuff as well at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're getting an alternate universe episode, I believe. Okay, uh, that follows along the same. You know, they did that um, Pokemon I Choose You movie. Oh yes, that kind is... of what I mean yes. by alternate universe, where it's like oh, yes. it's Ash's story, but a different Ash from a different world who went on a different journey. Yeah, yeah, which. Like it, it's, the, it's just confusing. Like I want more information because I want to. What I don't want them to do is they've obviously got a direction. They've obviously got an idea. What I don't want is for that idea to maybe not be well received to start with, and then panic stations. Let's get Ash back in, or let's have him be more of a mental figure throughout the series because, like. Ash, Ash has had his adventure, he's had his time. Like, let's let him rest for a bit, because he deserves it, and let's let's pick up a different story with different protagonists. That's that's what I want. So, and, a different well, story. You, you, you talked about the fact that you don't necessarily want her just going on the gym journeys. You want her, like, nope. going around the world and visiting lots mm-hmm, and lots of mm-hmm. stuff. What? It took Ash 25 years to yes. get good. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Do you think she's going to like win a championship by the end of this season? Oh no, 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 no. I and and, and I'm okay with that because like for me these anim- the what I love about Pokémon growing up is that Ash didn't win. 
Mm. Like that is an important lesson to learn for children that like it, you could be the best you've ever been. And unfortunately, sometimes you might fall short. And, and he that's, didn't even come that's second. okay. He didn't. No. It was like top 16. Oh, yeah. I was not yeah. ready. Yeah. And it's not even like he lost in a, a, like in a competition against a trainer that was remarkably better. He lost because, unfortunately, the training he'd given to his Charizards wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. And it backfired on him massively. And like what I don't want to see is these these two new trainers come in and they are really good at everything they do. I want to like for me, for it to be believable, people have to go through losses. They have to go through challenges. And sometimes you you learn from it and you rise above it. Sometimes there are more you know, there's more falling down before you learn to get back up. And that's okay. That's nature. That's life. Um, and what I want from this this anime, I I guess, is, you know, give us a journey. Give us these characters. If it is just a case of, okay, th- these characters are only for Generation 9, it probably works better for them because they can lay out a story of, okay, well, this is the start point, this is the end point, and we don't need to worry about, oh, these two protagonists are going to be around for the next generation. How do we, like, how do you bring almost- them along? Yes, yeah, exactly. Or or do what they did in previous generations where Ash gets off the boat and then he, he Pikachu leaves, loses to a level five Snivy, you know? Like they don't need to worry about that because they can just go, right, we can we can tell a complete story from start to finish without some of the issues that having Ash unfortunately brings along, such as Pikachu losing battles that it probably shouldn't lose and you know, having to drag along Team Rocket and all this all this all this buildup of history that having Ash as, an, as a as a protagonist brings along with it. Um, mm. But I do have a question of, like, why not go? Because because they've already set him up and he's already got his own mission that is, in theory, never-ending. So do you think the original idea was to have Go set up as almost a the passing of the torch and like i'm i'm asking this because i think i i i've got my answer and the answer is is no because these goals are very different to ash but like it it i just i'm just really confused why they introduced a brand new character like go if that wasn't their initial intention because you had hop they could have used Hop. I don't get w- why they bought in Go outside of, oh, look, we've got Pokemon Go. This is nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Like, I don't understand why they bought in Go. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I honestly don't. It's it's one of the weird things for me that I love Go. I think he's grown mm-hmm. on me a lot through the series. Um, yeah, it's. I honestly don't have an answer for you as to why not Go. Um, is it? I don't I and at least from what I've been reading and looking at I don't think his story finishes particularly oh mm. c- conclusively anyway interesting because what they could what they could have done is they could have done something similar to so th- this is a bit like a bit like Doctor Who did, did you ever used to watch Doctor Who or do you watch Doctor Who no I have watched okay I okay. have seen it I've never watched okay. it okay so for those of you who don't know the the doctor is a time traveling space alien who regenerates so every couple of seasons when the actor goes I'm out I don't want to do this anymore they just get a new actor in and it's part of the passing of the torch so to speak as they regenerate from one actor to the other 
But sometimes what you have is because that can be quite jarring to go from one actor straight to another actor who is a different acting style, different stories, different adventures, is sometimes they'll have a companion who who doesn't regenerate. They're usually just a human. And they sit alongside, they span multiple doctors so that even if you come into a, a new series with a new doctor and new TARDIS, new adventures, you still have that little bit that goes... That's familiar. That's something I know. That's something that I understand. And you have your, you know, that that safe haven of a, of something that you understand. Why they didn't do that with this, I don't know. They could have had go, and they, they might still. Who knows? Um, there's an argument to be made that go isn't. So he plays like a a, a dual protagonist role role in this series, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but as a character. He's the straight man to Ash. Like, okay. He he is not. I don't think he could carry a series on his own. Agre- no, I agree with you there. Yeah. So maybe that's the reason why we're not getting him. He works great as a foil to Ash, as an accompaniment yeah. to him, as someone to bounce around. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I couldn't see Go going on journeys and. Anime is weird. Anime is one of these really weird <laughs> series. Right. No, 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 no. I have got something to say. So, okay, like, go. usually in a lot of Western media, we see the hero going on the hero's journey and they change throughout the story mm-hmm. and come back yes. a better person. Although character arcs do happen for anime protagonists, more often than not, they are more influential on the world around them than the world is on them. Yes. They yes. change people for the better rather than the other way around. Ash changes people for the better. Has done all mm. along. Go, yeah. not so much. No, you're actually right there. He. That's not to say mm. that Ash hasn't had character development because, of course, he has. Yeah. But I think, you know, the fact that Go is never going to get Gary to chill out. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. No, I like you. you were, the way you've explained that actually makes a huge amount of sense, and I'm trying to think of it of like a counterpoint in terms of go, and I and I really can't. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's it is going to be interesting to see where where his story goes in in this. But like, I, I guess thinking about it, actually, like my my point about you know the Doctor's companion and they are split over multiple incarnations of the Doctor and they are your safety net almost. Pokemon probably doesn't need that. It's it's Pokemon. Like, everyone knows what a Pokemon is. They know the, the mons that they're going to see and just that familiar world that you are in is almost that safety net of, okay, yeah, everything might Yeah, I was going to say the changing. Pokemon world in and of itself is the yes. safety net. Yes, exactly. You know what you are getting into by going into this new series. Um... One thing I do want to to touch on then is Hang on, you never what, answered my question. Oh, go on. Do you think this is Ash's daughter? Oh, um <laughs> oh. So that so I'm gonna say no. Okay. And the reason why is because I've already said that like if you have Ash there, he overshadows and and like I think there is a good story to tell there, actually, where it is Ash's daughter and, you know, she struggles to live up to the legacy. She struggles to go. But he then overshadows person. the entire series. Yes. His, his legacy becomes what this series is about, which... True. 
Yeah, yeah. Isn't it doesn't allow her to become her own character, even even if the series is about her trying to become her own character. Mm. It's it's still intrinsically then about Ash, and if we're gonna yes. have that, just have Ash. Ash, yes, exactly. And and like that, that's not what I because what I don't want is that isn't. I don't want that. I don't want it to be okay. This is Ash. This is Ash's daughter of Pallet Town, and because then all I'm gonna be thinking is. Well, how does she compare with Ash? Like, what's the difference between her, her and Ash? What's her start going to be? What would Ash have chosen? Like, just give us a fresh start. Like, mm. if you are going to the it, it, this this is this is the Ray thing all over again from Star Wars. <laughs> I like, was going to ask another thing Rey, about Ray as well. Ray was every like everybody was was the father of Ray. Ray was the sister of everybody, and in the end, none of it was right. Nobody got it right because. Unfortunately, like the, the Star Wars universe is that like unless you're a Skywalker, no one cares about you. And I don't want that to be Pokemon. I don't want it to be, okay, we've got a new protagonist. How are they related to Ash? Or is it Ash's daughter? Is it Ash's niece? It's like, for all we know, like this is happening at, at the same time as Ash's, you know, picking Pikachu. The, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we don't know that we don't know the timescales. We we've had no clues or anything like that. I think that. Yes, there could they could make a story work of it. it is Ash's daughter and the impact that has on her. But like, you're not moving away from Ash. Then it's yeah. like, why not just tell the story? Why not then just age up Ash and go? Okay, Ash is going on a different adventure now. I, like, I I just yeah. Go on. What what was the other thing you were gonna? The the other thing I want to bring up is the fact that it's a female protagonist. So yeah. I w- I was a little bit worried about this. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the episodes we've had with Chloe ease my mind a little bit because she's been great mm-hmm. and I think they've written her really well. Yes. I mean, we've come a long way since the director of the first couple of seasons said the reason they swapped out the uh, girls uh, for like May and Don was because boys need some new eye candy. We, we've <laughs> we've come a long way since wow. then. Um, yes, good. But... I I know the internet. I know how this works. I know if she's yeah, a- yeah. actually good at anything. She's the Mary Thu. She's the Mary Thu. <laughs> she's the Mary Thu. Ash wasn't this good. I took 25 years to become a champion. She became champion <laughs> after one season. Oh, Mary Thu. Pokemon has never had the issue of a character coming in and being good at everything. Every single character that I can ever think of has lost, had issues had things they've needed to overcome. So I'm confident that having a female protagonist won't just be somebody that steamrolls and wins and everything, because that won't make good storytelling. No. And I think they're aware of that. And it'd be really nice to get some females who don't just do contests all the time. No, you are right. You are right uh, Do you know what? I realized it the other day when we were watching (laughs) Pokemon Journeys, which we'll come on to later, and Chloe decides she wants to do contests. I'm like, And I was like, no! We've we've literally had Misty and Iris. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) other than that, they've all been contestants. And and spoilers for the episodes that we're discussing later on. They come across another female, female, and she's like, oh my God, the contest. I'm like, no! (laughs) Like, the staff Stop it! There are other things that we can do. Um, so I do have one last question. What do you want to see from this run of 11 special episodes? And that's their words, not not ours. Like, so what do you want to see? So 11 special episodes. We need to wrap up a lot. So there needs yes. to be... Um, 
Oh, what's missing? He needs to go mi- visit that freaking Pidgeot. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Even no, though that's, apparently that's that what? was that that was a dubbing error. Apparently, he never said he was going to come back for it. He just said bye. How brutal! Uh, How brutal! Yeah. Bye. See ya. Uh, okay. There are there are some Pokemon that he hasn't gone back and checked on, like Primeape. Primeape yeah. has been in training this whole time, and he hasn't gone back and checked on him. So I'd oh, love my, a wrap oh, up of all that yeah. kind of stuff, g- tying up those loose ends. Yep. Yep. Um, there needs to be, I think. I would love a little quiet episode of him just like walking the streets of Pallet Town and being like, huh, it's interesting walking here now, having mm. been to all these places, having grown as much as I have, being the world champion spoilers. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, what, 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 how does he feel about it? What's, mm. how has that changed him? I, I love those little introspective episodes in anime. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you definitely need those where you really get into the character's head. Yeah. And you un- you understand what's happened, the impact it's had on them, how they've changed because of it. And then also like where they want to go next, what they want to do. And for Ash, it might just be, I just want to relax. I just want to spend time with with all the Pokemon that I've caught that I have had to leave behind and move on. And I do want I for me, I want these episodes to be just like I know that some people don't like it when episodes rely too heavily on nostalgia. When it is just remember this, remember this, remember that's this. What this is but this, but but that's my point. Like sometimes you earn those, and it's absolutely okay to have just an episode about nostalgia, about the past, about remember this, and yeah. that's okay. Like if that was every episode, like. I would cotton on to it and go, I'm I'm kind of done with this. But is it 11-episode special run at the end? Absolutely fine if it is just the, the, Ash, this is your life. This is looking back at all the Pokemon, all the people that you met, the, the, the change you had on the world and the yeah. impact that your life has, has had. Like, I would love to see that. And one thing that I do need, one thing that I do need from this is if they are retiring Team Rocket, there needs to be... A big some... blowout where they quit Team Rocket full-time. Yeah, oh, I'd love like, that. They, like... they need to, like, storm and overthrow Giovanni or something. Like, yes, Meowth the... needs to get his revenge of, like, <laughs> doing that Persian over. So so you're absolutely right. For me, it's easy. It, I... I... I would... What, if it, you know, wish list. I would want them to either, you know, just acknowledge... You know what, kids? Like you're not you're not bad. We were never serious about getting the Pikachu, but we just we always just wanted friendship, and this is how we do it. Um, you know, and explain all the zany antics and everything. And okay, they don't know about that. So long. But um, <laughs> or well, yeah. Or the flip side is that you know Ash is backed into a corner, and Team Rocket do have to make that choice. Like, okay, do you know what is what do we do? Are we are we actually against Ash? Are we actually on the same team? Oh, are we as they always have been? Well, we're not on Ash's team, but at the same time, we're not letting someone else one up us. They're well like, and truly chaotic neutral. <laughs> they are. Yes, yes, they are absolutely chaotic neutral. They they are. But I I need an episode that is just kind of tying that. Well, that's because- it. You have the episode where they finally steal Pikachu. They take yeah. it back to the boss. Yeah. It's in a cage. And they they have that kind of thought of, oh, 
we got what we always wanted. What, what I, now? Do, I don't no. like it. I don't yeah. like it. Let's go free Pikachu, and in doing so, let's take down all of Team Rocket in the process and destroy the <laughs> headquarters and release all the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine that. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what I want. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so we can get this. That's one episode. Um, I'm trying to think what else I'd, I'd like to see. I'd love I, to I've... know exactly what a Pokemon Master is. It, but, no, you are right, because, like, like he's, he's, he's won. But, like, that doesn't mean he retires and it's like... I'm, unde- I'm undefeated. Like you get, like it's like anything. You still have to like hold on to that championship. And I, d- I don't know how it works. Actually, I, d- I, I, I just can't see Ash being the kind of person that would go. Yeah, my fighting days are done. No, no, he, no, he, no, no, no. That's how he connects with the Pokemon that he yes, loves. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, I think one thing that I would love to see is that like he's he's proven he's the best pokemon trainer. I I'd actually love to see him have a rematch against one of the powerful legendaries or mythical pokemon that he's run across in the past like Mewtwo for example. I would love to see mm-hmm. that and just add, and you know Ash doesn't win because of course he wouldn't win, but he pushes them close because of the skills and the friendship and the bonds that he's got with these pokemon. Oh, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. I, I, I just want to see these eleven episodes to be the the key things that that the Pokemon anime has been. It's about the friendships with people, Pokemon, and Ash's spirit and battle determination, and Team Rocket thrown in there. That that's what I, I, I want. Eleven episodes of that, and just yeah, just just let us let us just enjoy these episodes and just knock it out of the park. I think there has to be a reconnection with a couple of people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his and Misty's story kind of came to a conclusive end, what, before Generation 3? Like, he gave her the bike right. back and... Oh, did he? Oh, okay. You know, the, she went off and went home to become the gym leader and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think him and Serena have never had a proper closure. So okay. I don't know if you watched X and Y. No, at I the didn't. end of that, it was very, very clear all the way through that that Serena was interested in Ash romantically. Okay, yeah, um, had known him since she was a child and had always liked him, and then finally started traveling with him. And at the end of that series, she kissed him and went off down the elevator, and that was it. Now we haven't covered this episode yet, but she apparently does come back for journeys. Okay, but never meets Ash. Wait, what? Okay, yeah. right. Okay, so interesting. So there has never been closure on that relationship, and I know a lot mm-hmm. of fans would be very upset if there wasn't. Okay. Especially Do all you... the fans screaming that Ash's daughter is her daughter too. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> right. I, I think I think, I think think we're in confidence. I'm confident we're in capable hands with this, with these 11 episodes. I think this is almost a love letter. Like, there's no way you anna- announce Ash is leaving without a plan of going, we know exactly how we're wrapping this up. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah. Um, but Ash isn't gone yet. He's still around for now, having a journey. Should we jump into uh, this week's three episodes? Yes, we're so far behind, but there's only so much we can do, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will get there. So it's that time again where we continue watching Pokemon Master Journeys and talk about the three most recent episodes that we've seen, starting with episode 25, Grabbing the Brass Ring. Um, 
This episode didn't go where I expected it to from the opening no. moments. <laughs> Did you expect it to be an Ice Cube episode? And it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so the, so the, it opens with Ice Cube just having a nice relaxing time on a wandering iceberg. But, oh, no, it's ended up in the middle of nowhere. So I was like, okay, this episode, they're going to meet the Ice Cube and the and journey try and is going get it to home. be. Yes, that is going to be the episode. And then maybe at the end, the Ice Cube goes, actually, I want to go with Go on this mm-hmm. journey. No, nope. <laughs> it doesn't. No, nope. like absolutely no. Like it's not Ice Cube's episode. <laughs> this this should be Ice. This episode should be called Ice Cube's Day from Hell. Like everything that could go wrong for this Pokemon goes goes wrong. So so go and so um the the Ice Cube ends up on a beach. It smashes its head after tripping on a, uh, uh, over a slowpoke. Um. He starts panicking because it's just its head is on show and apparently it doesn't like that. But it's okay as it manages to find another ice cube and ends up in a car, falls out of the car, into a river, and then while all this is going on, Go and Ash are coming over to the Galar region simply because they want to see a, a phalanx. Like, could you imagine just doing that, going, I want that Pokemon. I'm just going to travel. I'm just going to go there. I'm just going to go. I'm going to cross country. I'm going to fly for 18 hours and just go pick up a Pokemon. <laughs> like, like, okay. Um, so anyway, they, so they, they, we managed to get see a phalanx in action, although it's not quite in sync. So it is very more, they even mentioned, I think, that it's a bit like, Diglett, where it's multiple no, Pokemon. No, they, they don't mention Diglett. They're mixing what, who Execute. Is it? Execute, that's the one. Because there's so six there's, of those as well. Yes. So there's multiple Pokemon working together. So the Pokemon is multiple Pokemon that we... It, it blows my mind that does every single time. I just... My my brain cannot wrap it. My oh, it's around. all right. Ta- I think Tandemouse is the worst we've had of it so far. A Tandemouse, yeah. So yeah, Tandemouse, yeah. you've got two Pokemon that evolve into evolve having... Into- Two Four? more children, yeah. Except from you can then breed uh, a mouse hold with another mouse hold, which is just like a eight way <laughs> collective. <laughs> that was, I was wondering what words you were going to use <laughs> to describe that. You know what word I meant? <laughs> Producing two adult mice who will in yes. turn have babies of their own, but they don't have the babies it's from the so egg. Weird. Like Kangaskhan was weird. Tandemouse freaks me out. <laughs> it just gets just so strange. So anyway, we've got the phalanx. They're not in sync. And Grookey's being the usual little bugger that he is, just tapping the same phalanx, um, causing a battle. The phalanx end up all over the place because they're missing the leader. Um, and what we what we get to see is um, Ash and Go trying to get these phalanx in sync with one another, which is actually quite quite cute where they're using their own Pokemon. I quite enjoyed that It does bit. make me laugh that in order to get them in sync, they had to separate them. Yes, yeah, very, <laughs> very strange, isn't it? Um, so, and, and then when they finally managed to get these Pokemon into sync, which Pokemon turns off? Is that the worst day ever? Only for Poor the day to go. Poor Ice Cube. So this random Ice Cube turns up. So from Ash and Go's perspective, like if that if that the annoying thing is that if we hadn't have had this ice cube thing, it would have been like any other episode where it is just a random Pokemon appears and you don't think anything about that Pokemon. But this episode makes you realize how many Pokemon have if Ash and Go stumble across fought 
like, who've just been having the worst, worst day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, they've fallen out of a tree, they've rolled down a hill, they've they got their yeeted ass. across a mountain. <laughs> And then all of a sudden they're forced into a battle. <laughs> like this poor, poor ice cube. And the thing is, like, there's no resolution for this ice cube. I was expecting I was expecting there to be a conversation of, oh, sorry, Ice Cube, are you okay? Oh, what's happened to your head? Oh, okay, we can help you out. No, it just but runs it off a cliff. <laughs> it just it just just yeah, as you say, run it just runs away. And um then the 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 ice cube does get a bit of a happy ending. It ends up with the rest of its kind on an island after floating lazily just on a on a ice cube, I think it is, or a, 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 some kind of... Yeah, I think it like floats in the water, and as it slowly floats towards the frozen lake, its head freezes over again. And yeah. it just gets back, and he's like, I'm home, guys! Nobody missed <laughs> <Yeah>. me! <laughs> A weird, it, weird episode. I, I like it though, because yes. Ice Cube and Phalanx are one of my favorite, or two of my favorite Pokemon from Gen 8. Yes, um, yes. Simply because they are weird. It did make yep. me a little bit upset because obviously, like, I've used, I, I came to love Ice Cube due to competitive. You know, mm, I like mm. your belly drum up against a physical attacker, and then you get hit with your physical move, and then you're super mm -hmm. fast, and then you Dynamax and just wreck yeah. shop. I didn't realize it didn't like it. I know, poor little thing. It it, it prefers having the, the head covered. Head. Yeah, don't look at yeah. me. Yeah, like to the point where I thought this might be an episode where we don't actually get to see its face because at the start when it breaks the ice, we don't actually see its face. We just see its body running around, and you can see its arms like flapping around, obviously panicking. Um, this this poor Pokemon. I really enjoyed this episode, but I think I enjoyed talking about this episode more because of just how. <laughs> just how bad it is for this Pokemon. Just the worst day ever. But I, I did really enjoy it. Um, and go get to Phalanx as well. Yeah, naturally. Naturally, as he, as he always it. does. Enjoyed it a lot. Let's move on to the next two episodes because they are very much, they are back-to-back -back episodes. But we'll break it down episode by episode. Do you want to do that? Uh, Yeah, can do. So this is an episode. I, it's weird because, like, I thought, this was going to be a straight-up Cresselia Darkrai episode. Mm, mm. Because Team, Team Rocket yeah. are hunting down Cresselia and knock yeah. it out the sky. And I'm like, ooh, legendary episode. Great. I wonder which one Go's going to catch this time. And then, <gasps> and then it turns out to be a Chloe episode out of nowhere. It's a majority Chloe episode. Yeah. Which, which uh, is... Yeah. And yeah. Which, <laughs> It's it's just weird because a better Chloe episode than I thought it was going to be. I genuinely yes. thought it was going to oh, be yes. a case of we're going to set the boys up to go off here, and then mm -hmm. we're going to follow Chloe on a family vacation. I was like, please don't do that. Please, please yeah. let me see Cresselia and Dark, right? But it, but that didn't happen because Chloe's parents are terrible. <laughs> like, yes, and workaholics. <laughs> yes, we're definitely workaholics. So um so Darkrai is apparently in the Sinnoh region causing nightmares to people. And Ash comments on this. Ash has met Darkrai before in, I think, at least two movies. Is that right? Which which I absolutely love that the movies are just straight up canon within the Pokemon world. Agreed. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I, it infuriates me sometimes where there's an, there's an anime movie, but it's not canon. Why are you doing it then? Oh, because of the money, of course. Um, uh, well, actually, there is a reasoning behind it. So I, I, whether you're interested or not, I'm going to tell you. I am. Um, in a lot of... Um, when it comes to anime, a lot of the movies are actually supposed to be uh, basically like reels of demonstrating what's kind of going on in the season at the moment. 
showing mm-hmm. the animation quality to get like investments and people to get interested in it. Oh, um, okay. so what they'll so what you'll do is you usually won't have the movies be canon. There'll be a like a side port. So the best okay. example is always Dragon Ball for me. So yes. Dragon Ball Z, you finish up the freezer arc and you immediately show the cooler movie who is like the mm-hmm. brother of Freezer. So you get to have the the fights, the Super Saiyan, you get to show all the characters who are in there at the moment and show the kind of thing that your series is doing as a demonstration of that. So that's why uh, a lot of movies aren't canon. Right, that, make, that makes sense. And it, it explains a little bit more about... Um, I've seen a couple of movies for My Hero Academia where it is flat out, like the developers say, the, the producers, whatever they're called, it's it's not canon, but there's a lot of animation in those movies that flat out is way better than what yeah. is in the series. But that that explains that. I know I know this isn't a talk about anime movies, but I'll tell you what that my hero. Have you seen the my hero one where he gives away? The yes, power? The, yes, and it, I, like I'm it's, watching that going. Wait, uh, what? Wait, what? <laughs> is like, this canon? Is this going to continue? How does this work? The, oh, you're just gonna <laughs> you're just gonna say just no. Wait, yeah, he just wakes up and he's go, and then it'll, there's just um. A terrible um, excuse of like, no, it, my, it chose just, to stay with you. Yes, I'm like, no, the, at no that's point has it been that a star. That's not how it works. We have never, like, if there is a willing person giving a power to another person and they're both willing, like, that connection happened. Like, that, that's done. Done, dusty, sealed deal. And yeah, ve- yeah, just so happened. Like, don't get that's me wrong. All my- cool fight. <laughs> cool really fight. Really cool fight. Yes. Awesome visuals. Love yes. to see it. Yes. What a great scenario to play out. But like, it's, Don't it's, give me your fan no. fiction and then wreck on it, like in the same freaking film. Yes. Anyway, it's almost as bad as <laughs> it was all a dream. Like, yeah, pretty like, much. <laughs> but anyway, um, so um, Ash and Go go off to find Darkrai. But as you said, like this isn't really Ash and Go's episode. It is, you know, we check back in on them every now and again, just trying to track down Darkrai. But it's mainly. Chloe's episode, who actually does go to the Sinnoh region originally to find Ash and Go, but then kind of gets sidetracked. Um, and I love her when she turns up and there's a trainer in the port just going, I I know why you're here. You're here for a Pokemon battle. And her response is just, no, I don't do that. And she just, she just runs away. But then she manages to spot a contest uh, that is going on. And wouldn't you know, it's she wants to do a contest because she's a female, like you were saying earlier on. Like, mm-hmm. Naturally. Naturally. Um, to to and, the point where she's open to doing contests, but runs away from the thought of a battle. Yeah. She's like, no, I don't do that. Bye. It's like, okay, <laughs> right. But you, you've shown you have a knack for that. That might not be what you want to do, but it's a bit strange that y- you... You just see a contest. You're like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Like, but then, well, she doesn't though. She's not like she's interesting. It's not like she takes some persuading from Dawn. By the way, Dawn's in this episode. She takes a bit of persuading from Dawn, doesn't she? Yes, yes. To get into that, right? So I am remembering that correctly. Yeah, so she that- does kind of turn around. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I. She says, I'm just gonna go watch. Yes, and it's like, okay. no, it, you you're gonna compete. It, yeah. Because it's going to be great, and you're going to love it, and it's going to be wonderful. It's like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I could be good at that. And she's like, nope, it's first time for everything. Come on. And then Dawn brings up the fact that apparently she's competed all over the world. Yes, I, I've got a note on that, because I, I because I didn't watch any of that episodes with her, but that wasn't with Ash, right? That was 
No, she did. Something... She did Sinnoh with Ash. Yes, but no, she she never went all over the world with him. And we find out apparently Johto has contests. Oh yeah, good point actually. Yeah, never knew Johto had contests. Very cool. Like it. Yeah, yeah, like that as well. Um, I did like the fact that how Dawn and Pipplup end up finding them. <laughs> what? So, just, so just to set the scene. <laughs> so, just to set the scene. What I do like is Chloe shows her survival skills. She manages to light a fire. Doesn't get it started straight away, but she manages to light one. Starts cooking food out in the wilderness. Where she got everything to cook the food, I don't know. Fine, whatever. I can look back. She brought it in. with her. Oh, did she? Did we see that? In it? Okay. Well, she she tried to bring everything with her, and sort of her mum was like, "No, this is the kind of backpack oh, okay, that you need. I miss and that. It has everything you need in it." Oh, okay, right. Because so it's, it's from her mum when she used to travel as a kid. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so while she's cooking the food, just a random Pipple jumps into the hot food. And whose Pipple up is it? It's Dawn's! Dawn's here! Um, what I did like is these two kind of bonding and geeking out over just traveling and contests. What I do like about it is that you don't get these two characters together and the thing they geek out about is Ash. Like, it's not always about Ash. Yeah. It is about other things. Like, people have relationships. Like, women have relationships outside of boys, believe it or not. Like, believe they do it their or own not. Thing. They do their own thing, which is great to see in in this as well. It's, good. it's it a Bechdel sign of good rising. Yes, that's yes. I'm I'm glad you know what. Basically, if is there, what does the woman talk about in the story? Is it yeah. about the man, the boy, the whatever it might be? If you I'm somehow don't that. know what we're talking about because you were off the internet in 2016 when everybody was talking about this kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. The Bechdel test is not a scientific test nor a test of quality. It's just a good observation of the world that we live in that mm-hmm. it's it's a test to see if two women share a conversation in this, in a show and the conversation's not about a man. Yes. And it's kind of ridiculous how few shows and films <laughs> can succeed. Yes. <laughs> so I that that's why I bought so it's it's great that these two have a conversation. It's not about Ash. It is just their love of the, 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 their dreams and, and everything that we, that we get. Speaking of dreams, Ash and Go return to the lab, except that they don't. It is a dream, and we get the two professors' assistants doing the Team Rocket dance, complete with Yampa and Mister Mime. And the professor has a monocle. Like, yep. just brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. And he actually, like, his plan is, now with all these Pokemon we have gathered in the research facility, we will take over the world. I'm like, actually, that's a that's a pretty clever plan. <laughs> like, when you think about it, like, gathering, like, they've got a Suicune wandering around in there somewhere. Like, whack a dog collar on that, and you've got a legendary Pokemon. So, I, like I, it. I, I absolutely love that. Um, And... Pretty much, there's not a lot more to this episode other than the fact they managed to track down the Cressilia in the forest, which has been injured. Meanwhile, Go figures out that Darkrai is moving around the forest. So everything is on, on this central location of this of this forest. Uh, Chloe and Dawn are attacked by a sleep-deprived de- Rhydon. That's a little bit terrifying, actually, that Pokemon yep. can be sleep-deprived and just shrug off attacks and and just go in and um yeah they they managed to track track down chrysilla and that's the end of part one though i will say this ride on fight kind of annoyed me a little bit go on because like piplup's been through a lot but that piplup must i know it's not evolved but it's a powerful it must be a high level right yeah no it's it could have evolved it chose not to yes so like 
yeah, Piplop's been through a lot. It, it should be stronger than Eevee. Why does Agreed. why does yes, Eevee yes. using a non-stab move through yeah. Mimic <laughs> somehow yes. do more damage to this freaking Rhydon? Oh, wound me up. Yep. But it's fine. Um. Yep. 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 Uh. I. No. I. I. I'm absolutely on board with you. Um. It's just one of those Pokemon anime logics that you just have to kind of overlook sometimes, unfortunately. But it leads us into the next episode, a Midsummer Night's Light. So, Dawn has met Cresselia before. Was this also in a movie? This was also in a movie, yes. Was because it the same course, movie she, that Ash yeah, met? She, she uh, was Ash's traveling companion through Sinnoh, so right, she was okay. in all of those movies. Okay, I like that. Um, Chloe shows a connection, being able to approach, and together they help to heal the um, the Cressilia. And using methods shown to her by Brock, which is a lovely little callback. Yes, that is a nice little callback. I did, I did enjoy that. He is on screen for a handful of seconds. Um, so... Me playing the games, and for me, Generation 4 was the the game, the generation that I jumped out of Pokemon, and then I came back much, much later. So I never figured that these two were almost... There, were, there was a connection between Cressilia and Darkrai. I'm trying not to jump ahead of the episode the, here. The, the Pokemon of Dreams and the Pokemon of Nightmares. Yeah, I never I never knew that. So that, that was a... I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that... that kind of makes sense and then i got thinking is this just the anime is it in the games but actually it's in the games as well isn't it they are mm-hmm. that there is they a, are counterparts a, yes Counter- that, counterparts yes because at one point i can't remember if it's chloe or dawn mentioned that these two pokemon are enemies yes that but oh my god sorry i got hiccups that is oh. how they are perceived by people yes so it was only in this episode like this was when i was like i was starting to think maybe they're not Enemies, and there's probably people shouting at the podcast now going, yeah, Ben, that's pretty obvious they were enemies. But for me, they came into quite late. This this episode was a bit of an eye-opener for me in terms of the relationship between these Pokemon, which I really did like. Um, so Chloe and Dawn bond further over uh, helping out the Cressilia, um, and we get a little bit of a montage of Dawn showing Chloe how to perform in the contest as as well, which is a nice little nice little addition to it. Did we get to see her do some of the contests then? Yeah, in- no, that she was again uh, sort of a, because she was the traveling companion. She actually got to go to contests as much as Ash got to go to gyms. Oh, really? Um, so it's yeah. quite. Oh, okay, okay. I do want to go. Like this has made me want to go back and. Re rewatch Watch the first all season, thousands but then, of yes, episodes. Yeah, it's it's some point. At some point, I do. Maybe that's something that I I. It's a lifelong dream, maybe to just watch them all because there's th- so many episodes that I've never seen, and I'd love to go back and, and maybe some of them some- are good and some of them aren't. Ooh, okay, well, that's maybe not then. Um, so what happens next is everything just one thousand two hundred and twenty-two. By the way, okay, so and twenty-three right. movies. <laughs> okay right this is gonna take a while um i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it though at some point so what happens next in the episode is all the everyone just kind of meets up in the same place you've got ash go dawn um chloe team rocket both jesse and james team rocket and the team rocket organization team rocket you've got chrysilla you've got dark right you've just got everything that just kind of Find each other together. Yeah, they all just end up together. Um, the plot brings them together. It does. Team Rocket tried to take on the Dark Ride. Meanwhile, everyone gets Cressilia out. Did confuse me why they just suddenly 
found time to sit down and chat. It's like, yeah, aren't you supposed to be getting Cressilia to safety? And I love how Cressilia just kind of floats so they can just move it. <laughs> like, yep. That's that's quite handy, isn't it? They just kind of hovers. And <laughs> it's just, just really bizarre. Um, and the team put together the theories and decide that Dark Ryan and Cressilia aren't enemies. Um, well, the team don't put it together. Chloe puts it together. Chloe a, does. In a understanding of Pokemon that she has yet to demonstrate up till this point. Which is pointed out to her of like, look, you understand the hearts of Pokemon. Well done. Oh, okay, right. I'm 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 glad it was Chloe and not Go, because other episodes that might have been Go putting yeah. together two and two. So it's quite nice that Chloe still is getting development. Um, even, you know, a season and a half into her introduction. And to, what I do like, so what I like about this is that this real Team Rocket that turns up, these are the same Team Rocket that turned up. Yes. Before uh, they season. They, yeah, they are basically, I mean, the they elites. are James, James and Jesse's nemesis at this point. Yes. Yeah. So the, the leader is Matori, I think her name is. No idea. Um, glasses Girl. Oh, okay. Okay. Glasses Girl. Suck up Glasses Girl. Suck up Glasses Girl. And what I, what I love is is that, like, I would look, talk, earlier on when we're talking about, we, I want poker, like, a team, an evil team that is more competent. This is kind of what I want. Where Ash and Go are battling them, but the Pokemon aren't just tanking tanking the hits. They are dodging. They are counterattacking. Re- really like it. I wish there was more battles like this against Team Rocket. To, to be fair, the animation in this is gorgeous. Mm, like everybody mm. gets one good hit, and the camera's panning and swinging, uh, swooping through the battlefield. All the attacks look amazing. And what I did notice is you get this really gorgeous fight. And then the animation budget just seems to run out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because suddenly it's like, oh no, they're firing a rocket. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> the cannon goes off, then we see the rockets, and then we see them under the net. Yes. There's yes. no transition it, there. There's no, no animation no, in wasn't. between it. And it's like, oh, right, the budget is done then, is it? <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I, 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 I was watching it, but I was watching it on 1.25 speed. And I just thought to myself, if I miss some frames. No, like, no, 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 no. They literally right. didn't animate it. Right, okay, that's that because again that, they have this really good, and I cannot stress enough how beautiful it is when they yes. do this fight against Team Rocket. Ironically, the really pretty part of the fight is the bit that they lose. But <laughs> yeah, 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 true, true. Um, continuing the the, the story, then Darkrai helps Cressilia. Um, Ash and Go are, are, um, are all uh, netted up, so. Cressilia is able to use Luna Dance and heal Darkrai. Darkrai destroys the the, sh- the ship and sends um, the crew to to sleep, including Team Rocket, who just rock up the the original the Jesse and James Team Rocket. They just rock, and I can't remember what Meowth says. Meowth just kind of they all just fall asleep, and Meowth says this final word. I can't. I didn't write it, it down. It doesn't really make any sense. I, I I I remember listening to it and being like, I need to go back and. Maybe check the yeah. subtitles on that one because I'm not sure about that. No, neither, neither was I. But I like him. I like Ashy's response. Is just so they were here too. <laughs> like because <laughs> Ash hasn't seen them all episode. Like Chloe and Chloe and Dawn only saw them that one time where Darkrai appeared, and then suddenly they're fighting. Um, and then Darkrai removes the cloud so Cressilia can recover using moonlight. And again, it shows that these two Pokemon, they they are. They are linked in some way. They're, they're almost opposites, and Darkrai can't control its power to absorb nightmares, so Cressilia is 
there to help it. And it's another example of, you know, legendary mythical pairings where there is a balance going on. Yes. And I do, I do like that because I've never, it's one of the great things that I enjoyed about this episode is I'd never put those two together. I, I knew they were in the same generation and introduced in the same generation, but I didn't realize they were a pairing, like, you know, the obvious know ones. Cresselia always feels like Gem 5 to me. Yeah, it's, I can, it's yeah, just, I can it's just one that. of those. Like, yes. there are some Pokemon that stick out as being like from the wrong generation in my head. Yeah, the one I'll yeah. always come out with is like Slugma and uh, Skarmory. Yeah, feel like Gen three, even though they're Gen two. Yes, yes, um, I get that. Yeah, Cresselia is one of those for me. Oh, I can, I can, I can understand that. Um, so yeah, so with Cresselia and Darkrai saved, the adventure's over. The team take time to enjoy themselves. I really enjoyed these two episodes, like as as a, as a whole. I wish there was we could have gotten more of the evil team rocket stuff, and the there are a few things that I might have caught. Like I don't think we needed the Jesse and James in this at all. Yeah, they and literally w- do nothing. They do nothing. Like I would have enjoyed more of that time to have a catch up between you know Ash and Dawn, who I don't really think get a any kind of catch up in this do they not a major conversation about oh how have you been where you been blah 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 and i know that they can't because everything's kicking off but at the end of the episode you you could have a, a little bit of a catch up and i guess i would have liked a bit more of you know seeing a bit more of dark rye and chrysilia together agreed absolutely agreed um it was it was uh, again there was a lot going on yes. and i feel if it had all been a little bit more focused Agreed. There could have been a couple of good stories here. I think as a collective, it maybe all felt a little bit rushed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun to see Dawn back, if nothing else. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it made sense, Dawn, Sinnoh, to, to bring them in. I think I would have liked to see them see the group come together a bit earlier so we could see a bit more of those interactions. And... Maybe I would have liked to have seen... We got to see Darkrai in battle a little bit, but I would have liked to see Darkrai in battle against, you know, Ash and Go, that typical misunderstanding and them going... Any excuse to have Ash and Go go against a a legendary or mythical Pokemon in this series is always good fun. Um, but I have to admit as well, like, praise to the, to the, to the, um, the anime that that isn't their default and it isn't always a battle against legendaries and mythicals they can mix it up a little bit so yeah overall really enjoy these couple of episodes agreed you're for playing a game connie uh, if i say no what are you gonna do i'm just gonna give you zero out of three. All right, then no <laughs> then, <laughs> then, 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 then no don't do that i'm ready to play a game perfect in front of me i have three pokemon three pokedex entries each but connie can you spot the fake entry are you ready for the first pokemon give it to me so the first one, I'm, I know we've said this earlier, but I haven't got the notes in front of me. Is it Ice Q? It is Ice, Ice Q, right? Ice Q, yes. Ice Q. Pokedex entry number one. This Pokemon keeps its heat-sensitive head cool with ice. It fishes for its food, dangling its single hair into the sea to lure in prey. Pokedex entry number two. The hair on its head connects to the surface on its brain. When this Pokemon has something on its mind, its hair chills the air around it. And the third <laughs> and final Pokedex entry... This Pokemon is a poor swimmer and prefers to roam aimlessly, floating in the ocean with just its ice-covered head floating on the surface. 
<laughs> I really want that brain one to be wrong. <laughs> Do you? Okay. I really, that's so weird. It is indeed. Like, what? Such a weird statement. <laughs> and if it's attached to the brain, it certainly shouldn't be using it for fishing. If it's if it's if it is attached to the brain, it explains why it would just want to cover it. But then it sticks out of the ice cube as well. Oh, like, I don't know. Oh, I, I, wa I want that to be wrong. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the third one. You're correct. It is, in fact, okay. the third one. Okay, I hope to trip, trick you up with that because we saw it in the anime. But Pokemon number two is Cresselia. On nights around the quarter moon, the aurora from its tail extends and undulates beautifully. <laughs> I don't know if I said that weird right. <laughs> Pokedex entry number two. Known as the woman who journeyed the Milky Way, it heals Pokemon and people alike using its lunar powers. And the third and final Pokedex entry, those who sleep holding Cresselia's feather are assured of joyful dreams. It is said to represent the crescent moon. I, I think the crescent wing thing is lore, but not Pokedex information. Okay. So I'm going to go with number three again. Okay. It was number two. Was it? Okay, the woman who travels the Milky Way. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll be honest, I was sat there going, that sounds really odd, but it's it's whimsical enough that maybe. Maybe. Okay, right. I'm glad I, I'm glad I caught you out with that one. Um, Pokedex, uh, no, Pokemon number three, Darkrai. Darkrai. Of course. <laughs> what would you done if it wasn't Darkrai? Just like Weedle. <laughs> Just looked like an idiot. <laughs> 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 Pokedex entry number one. This pitch black Pokemon is well sought after, as its ripped cloak enables whoever wears it to hide from their enemies. Pokedex entry number two. Folklore has it that on moonless nights, this Pokemon will make people see horrific nightmares. And Pokedex entry number three. To protect itself, it afflicts those around it with nightmares. However, it means no harm. Uh, third one, because again, I don't think the Pokedex entries imply that it means no harm i think because people don't understand that that wouldn't be in the data for it okay um that is a real one the fake pokedex entry was pokedex entry first number one. one i was going after something like harry potter and the visibility cloak um yeah i i, I kind of half listened to it and i was like that sounds a little bit okay mm-hmm um so one you three, got sad. one out of three, but you might be able to get me back next week, but we'll explain more about that at the end of the episode. Uh, let's move on to comments and questions. We've got one question uh, from YouTube this time, from Tony. Um, what uh, Do you think there is a connection between your Maridon or Coridon and Penny? Um, and the reason they've brought that up is that um, there seems to be some kind of... It starts licking her, even though um, there's apparently been no interaction between those two. So Tony's wondering if maybe Penny is a descendant of Heath, uh, and your legend is a version of the Cyclazar seen in the photo with Heath in the history book. Just a theory. What are your thoughts um, on this? No, it's not a descendant of Heath Cyclazar, simply because that doesn't even work for Scarlet, because nope. Coridon is the ancestor the, of Cyclazar, yes. if nothing else. Yeah. Um, so I don't think there's a connection there. Plus, we know that Penny is actually from Galar and not from Paldea, so her mm -hmm. ties don't 
aren't really in this region. So it, I, I never read it as that. I never read it as her having a connection with uh, Maridon or Coridon. I always saw it as your, your legendary recognizing just a kind heart. Um, yeah. yeah. This, despite her outer shell and how she's like trying to put up this big, strong visage and that. Maridon and Coridon have the ability to see through that. And that's why they show affection to them. I can understand that. The first couple of times it popped out, I did think, oh, is there something more to this? But then nothing ever came of it. Um, no, I mean, it, uh, it's, uh, it's set up quite early that, you know, yes. Arvid does have a connection with it. Yes, yes. So we, yeah, so quite early on, I thought, oh, maybe there's something. But then after the, like the fifth one, where again, it pops out late. So I was like, this isn't going anywhere, is it? And I can, I can understand why it just seems to be like, say, the legendary Pokemon can just see another soul that's just kind and, you know, kind hearted and wants to make amends, which Penny's Penny's doing. And it's, you know, it, it's another good example of where your Pokemon acts like a dog and just <laughs> wants to <laughs> wants to lick it, which I, 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 I love those kind of things. Um, if you've got a comment or question, you can reach us by leaving a comment on our podcast on YouTube by emailing goldenrodpod at gmail.com or by leaving it on our Discord channel. Connor, what have you got coming up this week? Uh, I have just released my uh, Once the Battle video for this year. I was tagged in it once again by Virgin Toby, mm. um, which is just basically like a reflection of the year gone by, what's coming up for my channel next year, hopes, dreams, things I loved about Pokemon. Um, I did get asked to tag three people in it. Uh, you were you were one of them, by the way. Yay! Uh, just, just as a heads Thank up. You. Um, Thank you. Very much. Simply because I couldn't tag the podcast. Okay, right. yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, okay. Makes wow, so hold on. So were you saying if you could attack the podcast? I would have dropped to number four. I this guy. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Wow. I the plead the fifth. Di absolute dishy. Plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> love it. In terms of what I've got going on, um, still plugging away at this. Uh, I almost I almost said what it was then. This challenge video for Generation 9. So done the script, uh, recorded the audio, now editing the audio. The audio, the audio is like one hour, 10 minutes, but that is because... You know what it's like when you do multiple takes and stuff. Yep. So I'm cutting it all down, chopping it down. I want it to be about 25 minutes maximum, ideally maybe 30 if I have to, but I have really just chopped into this video like I've never had to before. Um, it's Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with how it turned out, though. Um, so, yeah, so I, as I said, I want to get this out as soon as possible. I want to get this side of the new year in Christmas, ideally, but we'll just see how it goes. And then after that, um, I do want to do more content for Generation 9. Really looking forward to doing it. Um, and that's the show for this week. If you've gotten this far, you're just a top dollar, aren't you? However, we probably should mention that there is a podcast next week. It's going to be a lot shorter than our usual ones because uh, well, we're going to have to pre-record it. Because yes. I'm away. Because it's Christmas and it's Christmas. New Year's and we've got stuff going on. Exactly. But we do have a plan about what we will be doing for it. I think people will enjoy it, hopefully. Uh, if you do want to, like, you know, help us out over Christmas, if you want to give us a present, how about you just, like, leave a like down below if you're watching on YouTube or a five-star review if you're listening as a podcast. Connor, where can we find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel at Captain Fidget or on Twitter at Cap Fidget. 
perfect. I'm Ben, and you can find me as Professor Hoenn Gaming on YouTube and Professor Hoenn on Twitter and Twitch. As for the Golden Rob Podcast, you can find us on all the usual platforms. Search for Golden Rob Podcast on YouTube or on your usual podcast app. We'll be back next Friday for another week of Pokemon podcast content. See ya.